0: This is a brand new podcast series designed to help you, the rider, combat the dreaded nerves and maximise your potential. Whether you are trying to overcome a fear in riding, struggling to deal with nerves in the competition ring, or simply want to ride at your very best, a question-winning equation might just have the answer for you. Throughout this podcast series, I will be talking you through lots of great techniques that you can try yourself. These are techniques I've tried and had success with, with my own battle with the nerves. Well, hello guys, and welcome to my first ever podcast. Today, I thought I'd start by chatting to you a little bit about what a crushing winning equation is and how it can help, and also then my own personal experience with nerves and how I taught myself to be able to cope with them better which made a huge difference. So I want to sort of talk about my story. So I bet you're all thinking, what exactly is a question-winning equation? And the simplest way to say is it's lots of different techniques that can help us and teach us to cope when we're feeling under pressure with our riding, if our nerves are really affecting us, if we're just really finding it hard to get the best out of ourselves and our horses so the things it can really help us do is it can really help us improve our self-belief and confidence because I know from personal experience that sometimes when you're competing you can have a real lack of confidence and that can have a big effect on how you ride and how your horse performs it can teach us to remove negative and damaging thoughts which I bet we've all been there when we're walking a course or we're about to go into the dressage arena and we're saying really negative things, which never helps anybody. If you're about to go and do a competition or ride around at show jumps and you're already thinking negatively, this has such a big impact on the way we ride. It can help us to create a deep relaxation for concentration and I will dive a bit deeper into this at a later date. It can increase our motivation and dedication. It can help us to really maintain composure and overcome distractions I'm dreadful for being distracted by thinking about what other people might think about the way I'm riding or if the weather's really bad or the way a course is built and I can promise you I can help with things like that and also it maximises our potential. As I said earlier in the podcast I wanted to chat about my own personal experience with trying to beat the nerves and learning how to cope with them and to work with them and not against them. And so I thought I'd start off by saying how my nerves affected me. Everybody's different. Everyone has different ways they feel. Some people can feel super tired. Some people can't stop talking. Others sit on the loo all the time. Everyone has their own thing. For me personally, I had a lot of stomach pain. I I guess it felt like my stomach was cramping a lot of the time. So it was just the knot, the knots and the tightness. And sometimes it felt sort of quite stabbing. And that was super uncomfortable. I mean, the only way I could just about cope with that when it was at his worst was to walk. And especially when I was eventing, I used to walk up and down the lorry park. Really, if I had any spare time in between dressage and show jumping or show jumping cross country, I just used to walk. That was the only thing I could do to just about bear with the nerves. Um, I also... Too much information, but I needed the lure a lot. I my heart rate would be going like the clappers. I could feel my heart going and I'd be thinking, I just need to breathe. That's a bit sharp with people. I think when you're really on edge, sometimes, and people are asking you lots of questions and actually you just feel like all you can cope and concentrate on is trying to breathe and trying to cope with the nerves. Sometimes when people are asking you things, you can't help but be a little bit sharp back with them because you kind of just want them to leave you alone because you kind of nearly haven't got the energy to chat and and kind of be happy and jolly, all you can do is cope with trying to deal with the nerves that you're feeling. So as I said, I didn't really really want to talk to anyone. When I was actually on board, and just before I'd go into, say, the show jumping, my legs would turn to absolute jelly. I mean, I felt like I couldn't move them. And actually, sometimes I used to feel quite paralysed on top And my muscles would go so tight and I'd feel so restricted in my riding. And I genuinely felt like I couldn't ride at all. It was awful. And of course, this always leads to you then panicking because you're panicking, thinking, oh my God, my nerves are overcoming me. I can't ride properly. And that just gets you into this horrible, vicious cycle of being really negative and not thinking straight either, because all you're thinking is how much you're panicking and how much you can't ride and how much this is going to go wrong. So that's how I personally felt. And as I said, it affected my riding by making me feel quite paralyzed in the saddle and becoming totally focused on what was going wrong and how I wasn't riding properly rather than focusing on what I needed to do. And of course, when as soon as your heart rate goes and sort of your palms go clammy, your muscles tighten and the moment your muscles tighten, you feel quite restricted. And your horse instantly picks up on this because your horse is thinking, what the hell's going on up there? You know, they can feel that you're tightening in the saddle and you're no longer very effective in your riding. And so, of course, the horse then wonders what's going on and they start to not perform so well. So it has such a knock-on effect when your nerves take over. And I found my biggest problem with nerves was through venting in the show jumping. For some reason show jumping, just, it seems daft now when I think back about it. Because show jumping, it's just poles, poles that, yeah, they could knock down. But it, it was only poles and fences. I mean, cross country, I didn't really get that worried about. I mean, I'd be nervous. But if anything, for cross country, I'd be quite excited. Couldn't wait to get out there. But show jumping put the fear of God into me, it would seem. And of course, I ended up with many a cricket scores just because my poor horse had me riding like a sort of sack of potatoes on top so through my eventing days I would say my nerves were pretty awful and I really really struggled and mine seemed to be as sort of severe as that I could be on the BE website looking through the events thinking which ones I might go to next and that would set my nerves just like my stomach would start to tighten again or if someone was chatting to me about my next competition I'd have to tell them to stop talking about it because my nerves would suddenly kick in and I'd be thinking I'm not second off can't cope with this let's stop talking about it right away I even got nervous going to a lesson I'd be going off to a dressage lesson show jumping lesson didn't really matter what lesson it was I'd feel nervous in the lorry on the way there and I put it down to sort of two main things for me personally one was I'm uber competitive and not in a healthy way really my mindset really is I always want to win And even though I am realistic and I know that, you know, you can't, you know, not every horse can go out there and win. For me, I couldn't help just going and always thinking I could win. And... I had a really talented horse I was really lucky and that my youngster that I had since a four-year-old and produced he was super talented but that also had a negative effect on me because I used to think all the pros are just watching me thinking oh my gosh she's ruining that horse or I'd be thinking in my own head this horse could be probably jumping advanced by now and I'm still playing around at novice and that used to eat me up as well and of course my horse knew no different you know he didn't care less what level I was doing he just wanted me to be up there and happy I suspect But definitely those two things I think had the biggest impact on me and were what caused my nerves to be really bad. Because if I rode a horse that perhaps wasn't as good, nice quality as my own horse or perhaps didn't have the talent, I was less nervous because I nearly felt like, oh, I couldn't ruin it, which is so daft, absolutely silly. But I felt like when they weren't as talented, I don't know, for some reason it didn't worry me as much. Really, really silly, I know. But anyway, that, those were sort of, you know, how my nerves affected me. When I finally got a grip of my nerves and learned to work with them and not against them and kind of went through this sort of hypnotherapy psychology mindset that I worked on and went through my techniques and methods, the difference it made was so huge. I did this just towards the end of my eventing career. I say career, but, you know, my time eventing. And I can remember going to Aston Wolves Intermediate and I had gone through all these methods and I'd spent like the several weeks before it going through everything I needed to do to be well prepared for this event. And I can remember I arrived at the event and I, yes, I had nerves, but they, they weren't eating me alive. I kind of was, I was coping with them. I didn't feel too bad. I could still talk to people and I wasn't having a nervous breakdown. I wasn't panicking. And obviously intermediate, the show jumps are pretty big. And I remember I went into the ring and I felt calm, which was a very weird sensation for me. And I went on and jumped to clear. And I really, I just came out and remember thinking, I can't believe I just did that. But it was because I was relaxed. I was focused. I wasn't stressing. I wasn't heart rate wasn't going through the roof muscles then didn't go tight and it made the biggest difference and most of all I enjoyed it I enjoyed my sport years before that I'd spent most of my time in some ways not enjoying the sport or not enjoying it until I was on my way home and I could kind of recap it through all in my head then and I went out in the cross country and it went well as well and I just still till this day think it was like a relief it was an absolute relief. It was like somebody had sort of taken a massive weight off your shoulders and just thought, let's just enjoy it. Let's just, you know, we'll still aim to do well, but let's just enjoy it. And like I say, it, it changed my life. It changed my riding. Nowadays, I only do pure dressage, but I still use the same systems that I made all those years back. With with mindset, it's not something you do once and you're kind of cured from your nerves for me, if I'm going to a big show, or even even sort of a small show, I still need to kind of prep for it a week or so before, I still need to go through all my methods, still through my techniques, just to keep on top of it, just to make sure I'm focused, I'm performing at my absolute best, but that's what's great about this, you can pick it up when you need it and you can leave it when you don't. Thank you so much for listening to my first ever podcast. I really hope I didn't ramble too much and I'm pretty sure I said and about a million times over which is not great but I will improve. I'll improve for next time. Next week I want to start telling you guys about some of the methods that we use to help with mindset and battling those nerves and it's going to be about breathing next week which is vital so it's well worth a listen to. I'll see you next week. Thanks.